Today I'm talking with Dustin from Winnipeg, Canada. Welcome to the podcast, Dustin. Let's talk. Hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, my name is Dustin from Winnipeg, as you mentioned. I uh, primarily work in the automotive industry, but uh, yeah, let's go. Yeah, so uh, how have things been? Uh, you know, we're all affected by this. Uh, I'm sure you have stories to tell that, uh, you know, everybody's different. I'm sure my how it affects me as a retired guy is totally different than the things that you have to deal with. Yeah, um, I mean, definitely. Um, before everything started, I was someone who very much spent a lot of time um, you know, buying cars to kind of fix up and play with for a little bit and selling them on Kijiji immediately. And I, <laughs> that's definitely slowed down. Um, every Everything I've purchased since it started, everyone's so hesitant to meet anyone. Like they try and get as many questions out of the way before someone comes to their house. I, I, I absolutely get it to limit traffic of people coming through and touching your stuff and knocking on your door. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, like, like especially, I mean, it was pretty bad at first and then things kind of slowed down in the, in the summer, the numbers were down, things were good. But like the, with the lockdown right now, I, I put some stuff up on, on Kijiji. I was going to sell some, some, you know, flash stuff for my cameras and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, I put it up and then they locked everything down that one day. I put it up in the morning. They did the lockdowns. I took it all down because yeah, we course. figured, you know, and part of it, we figured, well, you know, I thought, OK, it wouldn't be that big a deal to meet somebody outside. But then I thought that's pretty hypocritical if, if I feel the lockdown was justified and you should not, you know, uh, come in contact. So I just took it down and I'll wait till it's over. But yeah, it definitely puts a whole different spin on on Kijiji, that's for sure. What I've been doing a lot lately, um, this actually, uh, I got the idea when I lived in Airdrie. A lot of people out there use a website called Virage Sale. And it's very limited contact with people out there. They'll leave something in a little Rubbermaid tote on their front step and just tell you to leave the, uh, the money in the mailbox. Like, you won't meet anyone when you're buying anything online out there unless it's something bigger, right? So what I've been doing is... Um, when I sell a part and someone's interested, I'll leave it in my backyard, tucked around the corner so you can't see it from the street. And I'll just tell them, you know, leave the money in my mailbox. <laughs> um, so I have definitely yeah, still no, been moving and, stuff. And like Matthew, he, he wanted to sell a bunch of stuff too that he wasn't using. And, and he was going to basically do the same where, you know, we're not going to come in contact. I'll leave it outside my door. He's got a little table outside. You'll send me the cash and I'll put it out. You'll come and pick it up. Which is fine if you trust people, but some people want to make sure that something works, like a camera, or or like he wanted to, you know, he wanted to get rid of uh, one of those whatever cameras you put on your helmet or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, GoPro, and and I and I was thinking, yeah, that that's all fine and dandy, but I, I I'm not sure most people are going to spend like you know whatever a hundred bucks or whatever on on something they can't test first. So, yeah, I mean. I guess if you if you know it all depends on how patient you are, and uh, the, but the downside is you lose the chance of of getting a buyer if you you know. So I guess you have to kind of weigh the options. Well, and it's very much a big part of that is I've been going through Facebook. You you have the person's name, you have any mutuals on your friends list. You can know he's not just going to take it and not leave money, right? It's 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 kind of. I find it's it's pointing a lot towards less people getting scammed, which has been a big help during all of this is, you know, hey, this guy's coming to pick up my stuff. Uh, I noticed my mutual friend is Brad. Hey, Brad, is this guy reliable? 
Mm-hmm. And it's, I, yeah. I, I find a lot more is moving online, which it has been for the past, you know, 15 years. But I think everyone being stuck at home has really pushed that with the online sales and just everything really. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I, like I said, I, I try to, you know, I mean, I still buy a lot of stuff on, on, uh, like Amazon and stuff. Um, uh, like I, I, I ordered a, like a, a mic boom mm-hmm. now that I started this podcast stuff and that'll be coming. And at first though, I remember when, the, when, the, when the thing first started, I, I would order stuff and I would leave it in the garage for like two days. Like yeah. just really paranoid. Don't touch it, you know, spray it down and stuff. I, I'm not as paranoid about that with a box now. I think we learned a little more about, uh, you know, the virus is, is more airborne. I mean, sure, you still have to be careful with touching things. But at first, it, it was just, oh, you know, you touch something and they touch something. You t- you know, that was the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, I, so. I remember right in the beginning, it went from, oh, two days on surfaces to, oh, up to a week on surfaces to, oh, just six hours on surfaces. And it was, I understand it's a new yeah. thing and there's a lot of uh, science going on in the background that we don't understand to figure out how it works. But it was very much like... Yeah, I, I, I get them wanting to release information as soon as they can so we know what to avoid and what to do. But I, I think part of the reason all these anti-COVID non-believer idiots exist is because the amount of information they had coming out rapid fire. This is it. Yeah. No, this is it. No, this is the truth now. And yeah, I, 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 mean, just I just think, yeah. uh, you know, as, as a, uh, you have to just sort of think, okay, this is something totally new, um, something we've never seen. We just have to accept now that we know it changes. So you just have to say, okay, this is what it is today. This yeah. is what we know about it today. You know, a month from now, we may learn something else. Like, like I remember when it first came out, we, we you know, we, we were hearing things about, you know, there's this, this thing in, in uh, China and, and, and then it was all of a sudden we heard it was, you know, it had spread to uh, Italy. And they were shutting down, like, I think, northern Italy or southern Italy or something. Anyway, it was all over the news. It was getting bad. And then, you know, yeah. it kind of ended up here. But when we first, you know, were hearing things, it was, oh, if you're 70 or older, you're, you're in trouble. Like, you, you know, you could be at big risk. But if you're relatively healthy and under 70, yeah. it'll be just like a bad flu maybe. You, but you'll be fine. Now we know that that's not the case, right? Yeah. So. What wasn't as scary then is certainly a lot more scary now that we're, what, eight, nine months into this. Well, and one thing I find a lot of is when I'm arguing with the <laughs> anti-COVID deniers there, which I do a lot of online, uh, probably more than I should, is they will take something that was information when it first came out and they'll stick to that. They'll act like that is still the way it is. Nothing's changed. Oh, it's still XYZ death rate and it's... Oh, they told us in the beginning that it was only affecting these people, and that's 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 what I'm clinging to, right? And it's it's like, man, science changes. You can't take the first thing you heard and just that's what I'm glued to. That's the science I'm agreeing with. Well, well, and, and, and I think we're seeing a lot of them, regardless, don't the agree with the science saying. anyway. It doesn't exist. They 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 believe what they want to believe. Yeah, and yeah, um, that... the scary thing about that is, you know. It, it makes it worse for the rest of us 
I mean, the, you know, the, the, the people that are running around, you know, at all these mm-hmm. rallies and, and, and having big group gatherings with no masks just for the sake of doing it are they're lengthening our lockdowns. They make this thing last longer for the rest of us. So we're all paying yep. a price for and, and, you know, I've always tried to sort of, OK, that it is what it is. Let's just live. But sometimes you just get so pissed off. It's like enough is enough. I can't you know, it's bullshit. I can't take it anymore. Oh, yeah, These sure. guys are, you know, but then again, you know, there's not there's not much you can do about it, really. At least not much I would do about it. You voice your opinion. But really, at the end of the day, you're not going to change. Yeah, it. like, yeah, that's exactly it. Like I said, I do my best to argue with them online, but man, that is like throwing yourself against a wall. Um, I have had a few people convinced where they went from, oh, it's all bullshit to, uh, it might be bullshit, but it's just a mask, you know? And that's, I guess that's the least you can hope for. Well, I've had, like, I, I have uh, somebody that I've been, I actually I haven't spent much time with or had a lot of contact with lately, but, you know, he, he told me one time, it's like, everybody's going to get this everybody's going to get it so there's no point you know you might as well get out there because it's inevitable we're all going to get it and and i'm thinking i think i'd rather not get it if i have a choice you know and he's saying well it's only 80 year old people you know well you know last week i read something about a 40 year old guy with no underlying conditions you know died from it well, you know, so I mean, whatever you say to them, when you when you give them facts, it just doesn't make any difference. Like they, they still believe what they want to believe. Yeah, it's exactly that. And and like I said, this guy, like his his thing was, wow, it's only 90, you know, 99 percent uh, recovery rate. It's only one percent. Well, you know what? Recovery rate means you, you you don't have covid, but that doesn't didn't die. Exactly. And that doesn't, you know, take into the fact that some of these long haul issues that we keep reading about now, you know, oh yeah, uh, you may be living with the after effects for this for life. But I don't have it. So that's a win. Oh, well, <laughs> is it? Yeah, exactly. So what was it like for you at the beginning? Did, did you did you freak out a little bit? Did you I mean, were you guys like, yeah, I, I've, you know. I've always been a person who's very, uh, my wife calls it Zen, where Nothing really bothers me, but admittedly, I was a little scared for this whole thing. We, um, it, it was right at the start of summer vacation that I kind of decided, you know, uh, where I work, we, we sell car parts retail. And I was very much, you know, these, I got lots of old guys, but especially in the auto industry for some reason, who come in going, you know, that's not real. I don't need to wear a mask. And we'd be like, well, no, you have to to be in the store. No, no, I don't want to. It's not really up for debate. I can't let you in without a mask. And, and and they just like throw a little temper tantrum like they're five years old. And it's it's at that point, I just decided, you know, I'm going to stay home, take the CERB and keep the kid home from school or daycare. Um, and it was I don't think I went back to work till August, September and tried to hold out as long as I could. But ran out of the CERB there, the Canadian Emergency Response Benefit, for those who aren't familiar. Um, And yeah, I went back to work, and I wasn't comfortable going back at all. And it... By that point, my work had transitioned to uh, curbside pickup, where a customer pulls up to the parking lot, they phone, we bring the part out, meet them at a little table, stay five or six feet away the whole time. 
But even that, I was like, you know, I'd rather not. <laughs> but not not a whole lot I can do about that, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, fortunately for us, it's it's something that we really it was one of the things that we really didn't have to deal with being retired. You know, we're, we're you know, both, both Jackie and myself are, are, you know, we have our pension. So luckily that didn't change. Um, so there yeah. was really no, you know, worry about, oh, we have to, you know, we didn't have to say, do we go to work or do we stay home for our, you know, for the, for our safety? It was just a matter of while well, we're staying home. And also, you know, yep. we didn't have kids at home. Or we don't have, you know, young kids at home. So that's another thing that, yeah. you know, I honestly have no, I, I don't know. That's why I'm trying to talk to people is because that's, you know, get stories of things that I don't know. And that's one of them. We, we haven't gone through that. So I can't imagine really what it's like to have to, you know, send a kid to school thinking, is this going to be safe? Am, am I, you know, am I actually yeah, throwing, am I, am I throwing, you know, my child into a, you know, a lion's den here? Or, or am so I the doing the right thing? Yeah. Exactly. So that's got to be tough. Um, the, we've, been for, uh, we've been very lucky in that the school that the kid is in is not very well. So I have two stepkids, a seven-year-old and a 14-year-old. The, um, the seven-year-old is the one that I kept home. The 14-year-old, he's been pretty smart about this. At the very beginning, he was trying to hang out with his friends and stuff. And we kind of, you know, you got, you got to take this more seriously. And he did. We're very lucky in that he kind of came around and oh wow you're right this is a serious thing so that all worked out but the um the seven-year-old going to school uh very much we're lucky in that there has i think there's only been one case in her school and there hasn't been any outbreak reported um and they seem to be taking it very seriously they're not uh they've got the kids outside a lot so they're they're kind of away from each other while they're playing there's lots more room and coming into winter now that's going to be harder to do but it, it's what they've been doing. We appreciate it. I'm just hoping that it doesn't, you know, turn into what everyone's fearing now. Is it going to start just surging through the schools now that that's the only thing open? Yeah, I, I honestly, uh, like I said, you know, I, I don't have any skin in this game, but I, I'm, I kind of look at it two ways. I guess I can see, I can see both sides because it, it, it seems like there really hasn't been any uh, transmission in the schools like from student to student it seems or from at least from what i've read or, or saw in the news all the transmission you know all the cases that popped up in schools were them getting it at home and then yeah. and then going to school so i i i haven't heard of any big outbreak student to student you know teacher to student that sort of thing so i mean who knows i mean Maybe it is, you know, ultimately a, a, a safe place to keep, you know, but, you know, I, and then I think, you know, you have to weigh your home situation, too, with sending your, you know, your child to school, too. Like, yep. I know there's people that, you know, have elderly, uh, you know, grandparents or whatever living with them. And, okay, do I send, you know, my son, daughter to school? and risk that they pick something up and they get, you know, they pick up the virus and then they come home and, you know, 90 year old grandma, you know, give her a hug and bang, there you go. So I, I yep. think it's a risk. There is, it's, it's not a no risk situation. And that's the thing I think is just a matter of, of weighing the risk, but 
I don't know. Part of me says there, there, you know, no risk is, is, is worth it. But, you know, then a part of me, I understand that, you know, you need, you know, the kids for, for them, for them, they need to be back in a classroom. It's better for them than the home learning as it is for the parents. So I think it's something that's definitely, there are a lot of opinions and I don't think any of them are invalid. Very few of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you're, you're not wrong there at all. I, uh, I think everybody's got a solid take on this ex- except for the, the deniers. Right. But you know, it's like we said before, that's not going to change there. You know, they, they I, I, no, I, I don't give a lot of, of credence to anything they say, so I don't, I just don't worry too much about it. I don't think too much about it. Like I said, the one person who was, you know, an anti-masker and, and oh, the government this and their law, you know, I, I, I didn't want to go there. So I quit basically having contact with that person because who needs it? I, you know, you got enough stuff to deal with without adding that kind of stuff to yourself. I mean... It's, you know, this whole thing is stressful enough. Again, bringing it back to automotive stuff is what really weirds me out is there seems to be this inherent connection between being a car guy or truck guy specifically and being anti-mask, but also on the side of government conspiracy and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Because I'm, I'm in a lot of car related groups on social media and I've, I have to keep these people within you know, a couple arms reach because they're the people who are buying stuff off me. They're the guys who have stuff that I need half the time. And if I cut out these people completely, I'm pretty much on my own in this industry. And it well, kind of sucks that I have to keep an almost professional air quotes relationship. Well, you, you know, I, I think at the end I, of the day, you'd, you'd like to hope that, you know, you could, you could just have a, let's just agree to disagree attitude. Like, you have your opinion on this and you, you know, your beliefs. I have mine, but that's exactly what it is, is we've stopped commenting on each other's stuff because at this point it's oh, just, it's just you like know, the old days, right? Sometimes, why are Hey, don't ever talk religion and politics. You know, it's becoming the same sort exactly. of thing. There's taboo topics that, um, you know, and that brings me to another topic is like, uh, you know, I was, I was talking to, to a couple of people about, even within your, your close friends, your family, not everybody agrees with how they deal with, with the pandemic and the lockdowns and everything. Yeah. And I know sometimes, I, like, I think what's going to happen when, when this is all said and done, hopefully within the next year or so, I think it's going to kind of be like what the Civil War was. This thing is going to tear families and friends apart that will never be fixed. I think there's going to be some, you know, just like a political sort of divide between, you know, science and and not. And and I think in the end, you're going to find some families where two brothers or whatever will never talk again because this brought them to the brink of. It's almost like this is showing people for what you never thought they would be. It's bringing things out in people yes, that, I, wow, I never thought, I always thought this guy is, you know, a little, I don't know, smarter is not the right word, but a little more informed <laughs> or whatever. And, and yeah, and I, I think a large part of that is the fact that poli- people are politicizing it, which is, you know, it, 
people are politicizing it into a right-left issue, and it really doesn't need to be. It, I mean, you know, maybe the only political thing about it should be how the different sides t plan to deal with it. But if your answer is to ignore it, well, that's that's just not an acceptable mm -hmm. answer, I don't think. And I think the fact that it came on an election year uh, is, is a very big thing. Um, I just, I don't understand the polarization that, again, lines up perfectly with which political party or platform or side of the spectrum you agree with. And it's, it's kind of a funny thing that it happened this way. Um, I think it's a double-edged sword that it was a political year or, a um, election year, sorry, I the word I'm for. election year, <laughs> voting year, election year. Thank you. After I just finished saying it, because I think a lot of people were able to use the election as a means of, well, I'm bored of just reading about this COVID thing in the news. What else can I follow? Oh, this is happening. I can spend way well, too think, much time. I think especially that. for us. And because we're not American, way too much we're Canadians. So for us, it's, I mean, for I know, me, it's that's, become, that's just it. you know, and, and Jack, it's become entertainment. You know, we watch a lot more uh, of the news yeah. about it, or we hear more about what's going on, or uh, I'm not going to even bring up what's going on because that's not where I want to go. But just the chaos that's going on down there, yep. you know, we've been Absolutely. following and, and it's almost like, uh, what are we going to do when this is over? It's like, uh, you know, one of our favorite shows is getting yep. canceled. Because that's what it's been for us. It's been, you know, because we, we don't live in the country and, and, and we obviously couldn't vote. So, you know, and it doesn't really affect us to the degree of, of you know, the people that live there. So it's been kind of weird. It's been kind of weird. Yeah. And I think very much, I think as Canadians, we're allowed to have an opinion I mean, they're right below us. A lot of their trade affects literally our whole country. But aside from that, like, we have didn't need to be invested as any of us were in this election. It, it's not like we can change anything to do with it. We can, you know, like my wife's mom lives in California and she's directly affected, but not to the point where we should have been looking at everything XYZ uh, says and you know, breaking apart everything they've they've promised and like that that's not our Yeah, it's almost like you're following stuff as though you're getting ready to vote and you want to be as informed as possible to vote. It's, it, it, I, sometimes we feel like we're yes. in one of those two parties. Yeah, and that's uh, admittedly I'm I'm guilty of it too. Like I I very much picked a side and it's you know, <laughs> fully Fully was arguing with people on the other side, but I'm I'm definitely on social media arguing with people way too much. If you haven't figured that out, um, but yeah, like it's it's why was I doing this? What looking back, what it what it didn't accomplish anything. I couldn't vote because of it, so why 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 was I invested? And it I again I think it comes back to I just wanted to get my mind off of this pandemic. Like I I just needed some sort of distraction. What? Some, something no, as exactly. an outlet, if I could yeah, take I it out on this other that, party to get some you know, of the frustration almost, out, right? Um, I wouldn't say boredom, but, I mean, that's part of it. But I, I think you're right. I mean, it's like everything is bad news. You, you know, you're, you're, you're constantly worried about um, 
you know, what's going to happen with work? Are they going to shut down where I'm working? Uh, uh, you know, oh, did I, did I make sure I, I have a mask in the car for when I go buy a loaf of bread? I mean, you know, when I go to the store, is there going to be some, you know, yep. goofball without a mask breathing in my face? I mean, there's all these things you just, it's just constant and there's no way to get away from it. So, yeah, I think we need, you know, a, a, as many you know, just distractions, just something else that, you know, if, if nothing else, it keeps you from thinking about your own life and, and what this is doing to you. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, I, I, that's my justification is like, you know, if I can say, well, you know, that, that, x-wing party in the states isn't handling it the way i'd like them to i can blame them for this i have somebody to blame i don't just have to look at the world and go oh man this sucks i can go it sucks but it's their fault and it, i i guess that gives us some sense of ah someone to blame or something i well, I mean, <laughs> as far as what's going on down south, I mean, for me, I guess the only really effect that concerns me is keeping our borders closed. And uh, I, I'm sure that goes both ways. Yes. So, so luckily, it's not like an us versus them, because we don't definitely don't want to go there with our, you know, closest ally and neighbor. But um, I, I think, oh, like, for like, sure. You know, and I'm sure they're they're probably you know North South Dakota, Minnesota. It's blowing up right now, but I'm sure they realize so is Manitoba. You know, um, I mean it's yes. all relative. Hopefully, you got to wonder if they watch. Yeah, you got to wonder if they watch our our politics, just news in general, as much as we get a dose of theirs. Like all of our media is. Almost I would think American maybe media. some of the bordering states might, but I doubt. I doubt there's anybody in like Texas yeah. saying, "Oh man, what's going on in Canada today?" You know, <laughs> I I just don't think they. But yeah, uh, no, for sure. Yeah, I mean, like we, you know, we always oh when we hear okay the borders, you know, staying closed for another month, great, you know, and uh, hopefully it'll. I, I think it's going to be a while, but I don't know. Hopefully it stays that way until it's ready. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I think that'd be for the best. I don't know. Yeah. If for I mean, the best is what's been. I, 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 how, how long do you think this is going to last for us? Like, what do you see as a future of, of this thing? I mean, when do you see your life getting to some sort of normal pre COVID you know, I think at this point I've I've adopted what I'm used to now as normal. They keep saying the new normal, and that's that's pretty much where I'm at with it. Like I I don't think we're going to be getting back to a quote unquote normal from before. I think I think it's not to make light of either situation by any means, but I think it's very much a 9/11 issue where it's pre 911 post 911 world it's just it's going to be polar opposites by the time this is all done and we're exactly. just exactly that's, that's exactly what I was talking about the other day was uh, you know we were we were talking about the changes um, about you know airport changes like we think 
okay, it's probably going to be very common yep. in every single airport where you're going to have to go through a scan to check your temperature. And that's probably just going to be our norm from now on. Just like 9-11 made all the changes in, in mm-hmm. security mm-hmm. overnight, I think this is going to be the same thing. And, yep. you know, for, for forever more, that's just what's going to be. You're going to have to get scanned. You're going to whatever they're going to do. But it's going to be different. It's not going to be the same. And, and I think it's going to be something where you're not even going to notice it anymore. It's going to be such a normal part of our lives that it's just mm-hmm. it is what it is. You just carry on. Well, and not to sound like a weirdo either. Like, I like keeping people, you know, five feet away from me now. I, I like not having someone on my ankles when you're in line at the grocery store. And and the, the distance I'm getting from you know, people that otherwise I just honestly wouldn't want to be any closer well, than I am you, now. To. I mean, for me, uh, I, one of the biggest things is every once in a while, I'll be, you know, in a store lined up or, or, you know, putting on my mask or whatever. And it just really freaks me out to realize this is normal. This isn't, this isn't just a weird thing now. We've, we've accepted this as our normal everyday life to stand in line to go and buy, you know, milk and bread or where you go to a store and everybody's got a mask on and and you know now people have their own personal things on there it's 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 an accessory your mask and it's like nothing in my life yep. and i'm 60 years old prepared me for this to be a normal thing it, it, it's almost like this is out of a movie it, it just doesn't you know sometimes i i think yep. how did we get here how, how is this possible well, I, one thing that I'll, you know, praise capitalism, but I, I like that a lot of companies with, with kind of followings like, um, like car brands or even um, websites are starting to sell masks. It's, I look at it as a very, hey, let's get our brand out, but let's also like people need to be wearing masks. Let's jump on that. Maybe if we have our logo, you know, this fan who Tell wasn't going to wear a mask, we'll start Tell to wear us selling you know, masks online. Like I mean, that's pretty weird. Yeah. That's that's just a strange one. <laughs> I don't know who goes out there and goes, yeah, I feel it, like repping TELUS today. And I remember when it first started that you couldn't get masks. I remember um, you, you couldn't buy a retail yep. mask because they didn't exist. So there were people started making them and then Kijiji, you could find one and, you know, you'd go and leave money, you know, in, in somebody's mailbox and, and they'd have the, like, that's how we got our first masks. You know, the masks <laughs> were in a plastic bag and we just left the money in another plastic bag kind of, and that yep. was it. And then now, like you say, they're all over the place. And, and that goes back to how normal it's become. Well, one of our, yeah, one of our distributors at work actually supplied us just randomly, like we didn't ask for it. They supplied us with a whole bunch of masks with their logo on it, of course, to wear at the counter. But it was like, we're, we're, not, we're not a large company, but we're pretty big for a local company. And they supplied us with enough for every employee to have three of these masks. And they're they're pretty nice. The, the fit is not amazing, but they, they work. Like They do what they're supposed to do, right? They stay on. They don't stop you from being able to talk or breathe or anything. And 
for them to come through and do that right at the beginning of this, I think it was, ah, oh, geez, maybe July? No, June. June that these things showed up. When everyone was still kind of, uh, you know, I, I can go pay for them, but they're expensive. This is when everyone was having trouble right. finding them, finding the, um, the material. And, and for them to just show up and, hey, all of your employees. Well, some reach. companies have, have really, really cool stepped up in all this. And I, um, like Jackie's brother-in-law works for, for a hog plant in, in uh, La Brokery. And their, their company mm-hmm. went to, it was, it was some, I can't remember which town it is, but they literally went and gave a box of 50 masks to every person in the town because they had a plant there and and apparently they That's you know awesome. they were talking about doing it in another you know town and, and they wanted to expand on this and actually get other companies to sort of you know pitch in and, and do some so but yeah i mean some companies have really you know gone uh, above and beyond and, and i think those companies are are gonna you know reap the benefits of just doing what's right i mean i i know if, as a consumer i would definitely remember yeah you know, something like that. And I, I, I'd like to think that they weren't doing it just to make money. I just like to think they were doing it to be good corporate citizens. Yeah, and that's, like, obviously the company I was talking about did it so that when you come into the store, you you, you see their logo on our guys' faces, but that's still oh, for sure. so I mean, cool of them to if, do if, that if, for free. If, if, you, just, if hey, you're offering something some to masks. protect me and the customers... And it happens to have your logo on it. Fine. I mean, you know, I think you have every right to 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 yeah. at least be acknowledged that you did this. But you know, just the fact that you're you're, you know, and and I mean, it's like at first when a lot of the breweries, you know, the microbreweries and stuff started making um, sanitizer. Mm-hmm. You know, that was really cool. You know, it was something that that yep. there was a shortage of. They really, and it's just I, I just find a lot of these you know little companies just stepped right up and you know whatever. Uh, I, and I even heard of some that it was either a matter of we're throwing this out because we can't sell this whatever, or we can, you know, rejig our our process and and turn it into this and donate it, and that that's really something. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's really cool for them to go and do that. Like, you're obviously not making money or making very little money off of the stuff. Maybe enough to keep the machines going and keep your employees paid. Awesome. I, I love that. Like, you you can halt profits for long enough that let's get past well, this. And thing, that's, right? that's the thing about this whole this whole pandemic thing, too, is it... it and that's, again, something that, that I, I'm sure I'll never see again, and I never thought I would ever see. I mean, it's, it's a global pandemic. And I mean, there's, there's and it has, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter, you know, how rich you are, how poor you are, where you live, uh, what you do, who you are. I mean, everybody is, you know, I mean, there's, there's, you know, world leaders have gotten it, uh, actors, athletes, all these, you know. So, I mean, it, 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 it's, I don't know, it's hard. It's, it's not like, you know, back in the, in, the, in the world war where it was us against them. Well, now it's the whole world is against it. And I don't think that's ever happened other than in a movie yeah. since I've been around. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even the 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 plague of you know, I'm gonna get the year way wrong. I'm not even gonna guess. But wasn't that just kind of no, centralized? No, well, the Spanish flu. That's that, the one. That's that the last one. Thing? Yeah, 1918. Oh I, yeah, I, you're right. Sorry. Well, it it it, it came that was here Europe, because right? the GIs brought it back after World War One, and I think that's where it started. Okay. Was in the trenches or, or something. I don't know. It was something over there. And then it, it, you know, they, they ended up bringing it back and then it spread here and it probably would have been a lot worse. I mean, I think we're a worse off today because technology, you know, travel is so much more prevalent. It's so much easier. So this thing spread a lot easier and faster than that would have. If we were still in those times, this thing would have been a lot less. So, um, yeah, well, it didn't have to survive. Exactly. And, and, and it's just the fact that, you know, everybody's connected, like, you know, you know, when it left China, it was like Europe, North America. So like, it's just everywhere and it didn't take long. So, um, yeah. that's the downside of, of, uh, technology, I guess that, that we've, you know, um, in some ways it's like the world is smaller. That's a, that, you know, Oh, that's a great thing. Well, this is one, one of the things that's not so good about it, but I'll tell you the one, one yep. good thing about the technology, um, the internet, I mean, can you imagine if this had happened 30 years ago? You'd be stuck on. You, ex- oh yeah, before everyone was well, online, and, and, but while the travel you'd was be still in a lockdown, it'd, it'd be... you wouldn't be able to talk to your family. You talk on the phone, but but now we we can, you know, Skype, yep. you know, Zoom, all these other things that we've been able to stay in touch with people. Where, you know, thirty years ago that just wasn't available. So if you were locked down, you were locked down. And I mean, you know. I, well, I mean, yeah. you know, with well, Christmas coming and sure. stuff, like Jackie and I know, you know, we've resigned ourselves to the fact that, that it's just going to be the two of us. We're going to, you know, spend the day, a couple, two, three hours of the day sitting at the computer screen, chatting with our kids and, and, and you know, FaceTime and, and, and that's going to be our yeah. Christmas celebration, right? But at least we have that. It's not great. We don't yeah. like the fact that we can't physically be with them, have a meal with them or anything, but at least we have that. So I, I, I think luckily our kids yeah. are of the same mind as we are. So they're okay with it. They wouldn't want us to get, you know, sick or anything. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. We, 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 we've accepted it. Hopefully next year we'll be able to really celebrate and I think we'll really appreciate things a little differently, you know, when, when we're done with this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think everyone is, I think everyone's looking forward to it, but at the same time, I think a lot of people are just bored of, Oh, they keep telling us to stay in and quarantine, but how come those guys aren't? And it's, well, maybe I shouldn't. And it's man, I, I hate that people are feeling that way, but like, it's not a matter of how come they are. Well, I should I'll give you an example. Why aren't they? I was watching The View the other day, me and Jackie. You can laugh if you want that I watched The View. That's cool. Yeah. But anyway, we were watching. 
It's it's on in the lunchroom at work there all the time. Go. I catch quite a bit. So we of were watching. It was the, and it was uh, <laughs> either the day before or a couple of days before their Thanksgiving, and the one the one woman, the one that lives in Florida, yeah. I can't remember her name, but she was talking about, oh, I'm going. Me sure. and my husband are going to go to visit my mother, and you know we're going to wear hazmat suits, <laughs> and we're really, but I have to see her, and and they're all saying, oh, good for you. I'm glad you're going to get to see your mother. That was, to me, uh, I was telling you, that's so hypocritical. Two minutes ago, they're saying how oh, yeah. everybody has yeah. to stay home and do what's good and stuff. And then this, this celebrity person is saying, oh, but I'm going to go do this. Right? So, I'm, you know, but all you yeah. guys stay home and, and fight the fight sort of thing. And, and it's like, it doesn't go both ways. And what makes you any more special that you should be able to see your mother but i shouldn't you know that's what it yeah. that's what it boils down to yep yeah it's 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 weird to me that people are almost getting praised for breaking these rules and it's it, it's i don't know man. so what's your it's, christmas looking like what do you think what do you think it's going to be Honestly, we've never been a big Christmas family. Typically, we we don't really do anything at home. We get the kids a few things, but there's no big Christmas morning opening. We just kind of we just kind of you know, hey guys, we got you these presents. Cool. Um, typically, we would go to my grandparents um, and meet up with them, and they do a little bit of a Christmas thing. I, it, more for them than it is for us or the kids. They get that, but I, I think other than this, it's going to be you know that's not going to happen. Uh, grandpa will probably drop off the presents in the backyard. We'll bring them in overnight and video call and kids can open them there. But that's, I think it's unfortunate. I mean, I, 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 I guess fortunately though, hopefully the kids, kids, they seem to adjust to this stuff so easily. Hopefully for them, it's just a hiccup that they won't even remember in a couple of years, you know? I, kind of hope they do in a weird way from an appreciation standpoint they can remember that yeah they can remember that the the world for the most part came together to beat this thing together like it's we do share a lot in common with china we do share a lot in common with this country you've never heard of we you know it's they if it if it erases some uh some racism in the world or if it erases some bad views they have of these people. No, actually, you're this, right. I, 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 awesome. I, thinking about it now, you're right. I don't, I don't think this should be forgotten. I think it's a lesson that should be learned. Um, yeah, no, for sure. It, uh, I don't. I, I guess. I, I guess. I more thinking. Hopefully, they won't be scarred. Like, oh no, my. You know what I mean? Like, but, but definitely, yeah. You're oh, right. I know. I, 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 for sure. You hope that they you know, remember this because, you know, 20, 30 years from now, people are going to say, well, and, and, but I think that, you know, kids who are going to be born in the next few years and when they grow up, they're going to be, no way, come on, that wasn't really, it couldn't have been that bad. And, and (laughs) hopefully they, they'll never have to deal with it, but. Yeah, well, I think there's going to be a whole lot of kids named yeah. Quarantina yeah. topping up, popping up pretty soon. So, so what 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 are the things that that you feel you lost 
Like, what do you think was the biggest cost to you for this? I don't know. Maybe it's either a lack of awareness on my part or just the way I deal with things. I, I haven't thought about it, and I honestly can't think of anything. Um, but again, I think it's just my willingness, willingness to not let stuff like that bother me. Um, you know, the ability to go see my grandpa and grandma whenever I'd like, which was really cool, but I can video call them. And the ability to just go out and buy X off the shelf when I need it, especially like, you know, 24 hour Walmart, I can't go get spray paint when I'm working on a project. But that's not a big issue. Yeah, that's for such sure. a minor thing. I think for the most part, everything we've lost has been so um, like unimportant that it's it's not. Yeah, I mean, on. well, yes and no. I mean, for for us, um, I mean, we were already retired, so uh, you know, we were used to, to you know yeah. staying at home and and you know that sort of thing. So for us, the biggest thing in our daily lives that changed was. We couldn't go for breakfast every once in a while. We couldn't go just sort of, you know, walk through the mall or something. So, yeah, minor detail, not a big cost. We could live without that quite easily. So we're fortunate that that, you know, from our daily stuff was one, you know, that we could easily do without. But the biggest yeah. thing that, that I think it, it, it that I lost out of all this was um, being able to to uh physically deal with like have a have that relationship with with my kids um like exactly like yeah, Matthew and I are 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 you know anytime that that he would come over I'd go to his place you know as soon as I walk in the door he does big hug hey dad hey Matthew how you doing whatever as soon as we leave same thing yeah. big hug so yeah, exactly. But we always had yeah, that. You and, later, yeah. and, you know, I, I didn't get to see him, you know, from the start of this. I probably last saw him probably January-ish before this hit. And then, yeah. you know, the, the winter came, didn't see him, you know, did some, you know, some FaceTiming, stuff like that. Um, and once summer hit, uh, at least we got to see each other. But at a distance, you know, we would we would get together and go for a walk or a bike ride or something. So, you know, if we stopped somewhere along the way, we'd find a big picnic bench. Yeah. He's on one end. I'm on the other. Or if he came over, he's at the end of the driveway. I'm up at, you know, so at least we we got some face to face, but still no hugs. You know what I mean? And and since this happened, I haven't been able to yeah. go and hang out with them. You know, go and watch a movie with him. Go, you know, go watch a hockey game with him and Jill or, you yep. know, whatever. And one of the biggest things that, I, that I, you know, I, I had a hard time with is, and I don't know if you know this, but they're expecting. They're expecting their first this spring. Yep. And when they came and told us about it, we, they came over and it was on my birthday. And so, you know, Matthew insisted oh i got something for you i'm gonna bring it over and, and you know whatever so i said great you know come on over we'll go for a walk outside so so they came over and we went outside and 
they had the masks on. We had the masks on. They gave me, a, you know, a, a, a bag with a book or something, a little cake or whatever. So then I said, well, I'm going to run it into the apartment and we'll go for our yeah. walk. So I ran it in the apartment and, and came outside and we started, we went for our walk. And that's, it's a, it's a kind of a funny story how they told me, but I'll, I'll go into that later. Um, but anyway, so, so they told me that they were expecting and I couldn't hug them. You know, and that's something, you know, I really, yeah, I know, I can't exactly. imagine. I really wanted to, you know, give both of them a hug and, and, you know, I couldn't do it. And, and, and now we're thinking, you know, when the baby comes, I don't, I, I don't foresee us being able to go to the hospital. I just don't think we're going to be at that point yet. So, you know, we're going to be yeah. at home. We're going to hear about it. I think he'll probably be the only one that gets to go. Um, and hopefully before this baby's old enough to realize who we aren't, we're going to be able to be part of his life, his or her life. So then that's, yeah. that's all we can hope for. Yeah. But, that's a scary thought. Um, yeah, to me that, to me that, that was the biggest loss is, is, is not having that closeness with, you know, like Brandy and the kids, you know, we were spending a lot of time with, you know, with, with Brandy and the kids before this hit, you know, uh, she's got a little one. We were, you know, she was starting to get to know us a little bit and stuff. And then bam, the door closed because of this. And, you know, her daughter, her youngest Addison wouldn't even know us now. So we're going to have to start that all over again. So to yeah. me that, that was probably the biggest cost yeah. for, for us. Yeah. It's, it's going to be weird that, and this, Obviously, not just you. A lot of kids are going to grow up knowing four faces, five faces, until until we're at a point where we can get more people in their lives. But I wonder how that's going to affect the kids long term. Yeah, it's it's almost like I, I, I. Hopefully, I think it depends on the age of the of the kid, right? I mean, if they're younger kids, where one year they'll kind of get over with quick and it'll be okay yeah, i remember that but you know life is more this yeah but i think some kids who really need it and were at that age like, where you know maybe the grandparents were a really big influence on their lives and or or an aunt or an uncle or or something like that where you know that was just taken away that could yeah that could change a kid for you know it, it, it's yeah. one of those things where you know that branches off that time whatever you know what I mean? If if you, well, I'm I'm more thinking like the kids who are too young to start school, but old enough to you know like three three and early four right now. How are those kids going to go from they've for the last two years or whenever this is over they've only known mom and dad and maybe brother, and all of a sudden wow there's a whole world full of people like maybe TV maybe. You kids, YouTube will be enough to teach them that like there's other people, but is that gonna be weird? Yeah, actually, you know, I never really thought of that because yeah, they they you know they've gone for you know the better part of a year, and by the time this is done, it'll probably be a year and a half at least that you know they they will probably have had little contact with anybody outside of their immediate family. I never thought of that. Yeah, that's that's yeah, yeah that is kind of bizarre. It's, it's going from 
they know the house and maybe the backyard to oh wow I there's a thought world. of that what yeah that is definitely something i'm gonna i'm gonna have to think about that for a while now because i had never and again that goes back to the <laughs> fact that I, I you know i don't have little ones at home so you know um and that's and that's yeah. you know why i'm really enjoying talking to different people is just exactly this learning different you know you you saw that i didn't see that but that's definitely something i'm gonna have to think about because that's a good one mm -hmm. well and, and stuff like that is the reason that we've been letting the kid go on the tablet a lot more lately just to kind of keep some some semblance of ah, not normalcy but um just kind of a, a social thing she doesn't have she's still going to school so she's definitely got friends at school but like she doesn't have anyone she sees outside of school because well you're we're not supposed to right so it's she's having a lot of tablet time but she's she's found these particular youtubers and particular people that she follows almost as a friendship you know maybe that's a dangerous thing to be letting that happen but it's 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 regular faces oh no, for sure right? and and especially um if if she doesn't get to see as much her own age right i mean if that's if that's really yeah almost like her peer group happens to be something online you know that yeah you're right that's that's pretty weird i mean it's 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 definitely um yeah i i, I could see that having an effect for sure like long term Mm -hmm. so, I don't know. It, it's kind of a, a just weird things. I no, actually, that's like you said. That that's definitely. But, yeah. I, I, I I'm sure you're not the first one or the only one that's thought of it. Uh, and and like I said, unfortunately for me, well, I'm not going to say unfortunate. I, I did my time with kids, but you know th those are things that I just viewpoints that I just don't get to see right now. Yeah. So, I don't know, I, I, it's, it's going to be interesting to see if there's a whole, I don't want to say generation, but a whole group of a, a certain age that this happened to, that how they're going to adjust in the future. Yeah, I, I think we're, we're uh, you know, the vaccines are coming. Um, I don't see the average person like you or I getting it for probably better part of a year before it, it gets down to us. Um I think, for, at least for us, you know, the lockdowns may loosen a bit, but I think we're going to be wearing masks, um, social distancing. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be having, you know, uh, you know, anybody in for a meal or, or, or going to anybody's houses for a meal or whatever. Till we have, till till we have um, a vaccine, yeah. till we've been able to get it. So we're we're, we're kind of preparing ourselves for probably another year of this and you know it is what it is i i think i think if if you can accept that then you're you're doing well because if you're gonna fight it and you can't accept it yeah you're gonna have some mental issues because it, it's you know it's just not gonna be good if it oh for sure and it's gonna and, drive and you crazy. just a disappointment if you think you know uh, if you think that, oh, by, you know, early spring, I'm going to, we're all going to be finished with this. Think again, because you're going to be sadly disappointed, I think, if, if that's your belief. 
And at the beginning, I did subscribe to that. I was a very much, oh, by fall, it'll be gone. Oh, by October, it'll be gone. Okay, well, yeah, this we, thing's still not gone. Like, we, we figured there what was, are we doing? okay, you know, it, it's it's going to be this. And, and, and then, you know, it got worse and worse. And then we started hearing about this second wave. There's going to be a second wave. And, and I, oh, yeah. come on, how bad could it be? Second wave. They keep saying it's going to be bad. I, I don't see it. Well, you know what? This is so much worse so far. Yeah. This second wave is so much worse than, than it was in March. Um, like our, are we still calling this second who wave, knows, this but I mean, our numbers are just so outrageous <laughs> compared to, you know, I mean, we went through, you know, the beginning right through till probably August with only seven deaths in the province. Now we're getting more than that, you know, yes. you know average more than that every single day for the last month. I mean, that's. Yeah. it's it's scary like I, I i think i i just i just feel that any amount of risk is is more than i'm willing to take so you know when you when you do Too hear much. people saying well yep. it's you know 99 percent or whatever to me well you know what that one percent i could be that one percent or somebody i love you know could be that one percent so i'm just not going to take that chance yeah. sorry well, and it's more like ninety three yeah, now. I don't, I don't know. I, yeah. Whatever. I mean. Yeah. It's exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I, I just, <laughs> I, and and I'll tell you, I, I'm lucky that, um, and I'm sure there must be some marriages where one person in the couple thinks science. We got to be careful. We and the other one's thinking, take that mask off. That's you know whatever you're being stupid or whatever. So yeah. Luckily, we both are on the same page when it comes to death. We, you know, we both see how important we're both on board with, with locking ourselves down for this. We, so luckily we don't, you know, we aren't going to have any issues with that. So, and I'm sure some will. Yeah. 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 I've been fortuitous in that Lee is a pretty smart gal and she's taken this more seriously than I am, to be honest. Um, Right at the beginning, like right from the beginning, we went to Walmart online pickup or click and collect, whatever it's called, where, where you pick all your shopping and they bring it out to your car. She she made the change to that basically as soon as this thing started. Like we were never at a point where we were, oh, you know, it's it's fine. She she was very much like, you know, we've got we got kids in the house. We need to if this thing is a bigger issue than we realize, we need to take it seriously. Yeah, that's definitely the way you got to be, and and it definitely uh, helps when you're both rowing in the same direction. Yeah, so we. Uh, I've really enjoyed well. talking to you. I, I I think I've learned I've learned something here, especially about uh, having kids at home. Um, like I said, that's something mm-hmm. that I don't have. So, um, it's been great having you on here. Um, thanks for sharing, Dustin. Stay safe. No, thank you. I uh, I uh, talked about a few things I didn't even realize that were were my own points of view there. So, uh, it's it's kind of cool getting it out vocally so that I realize, oh, that yeah, no, that that is what I I think about. 